0: Welcome to Girls Talk Scuba, now you're probably wondering who on earth we are, I'm Ellie i'm emmy and this is the podcast where we talk all things scuba including but not limited to education they don't know whether to do a buoyancy course Mm. or whether they actually want to just get some more fun dives under their belt equipment we asked you what the first piece of equipment you bought was and the results are in and destination
1: i really want to dive in the caribbean and i really want to go diving with sharks
0: make sure you subscribe to never miss an episode Hello and welcome back to Girls Talk Scuba. We are back with you with another episode. And I'm actually really excited for this one because Same. I think it's both something we're very passionate mm. about, it's both some, something that also is talked about regularly as well on the community. Um, and I think it's not just limited for you know beginner divers or advanced divers, it's something for everyone. So I'm really excited to dive in. But before we tell you the topic, um, how was your week, Emmy? Well, you tell me you were with me. <laughs> we were out diving. Yeah. We we actually did go, didn't we? We went to kind of do photography and videography this week. Yeah. Um, and it was very cold, wasn't it? It was a bit nippy. Yeah. It was. It, I think it was 16. No, no. It was 15. Oh, 15. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I think... I mean, yeah i I decided to go in my seven mil because i was thinking no the sun's out because the actual air temperature where we are in spain is now about 30 degrees yeah we're at that point where we're putting on wetsuits and
1: 30 degrees and then getting in 15 yeah. degree water
0: so and then i was like no i'll take my seven mil um and got in and i was freezing so i kind of wish i'd been. by the way can i just clarify that she dives with no hood or gloves when it's cold <laughs> I, I i can't wear hood or gloves can't do. It. I don't crazy. know. If, I don't know if anyone else does that, but in all honesty, a hood really messes up my ears for equalising. I get that, yeah, and I, get that. I, I, you know, I do the whole like pull the hood to the side mm. thing and try and let some, you know, water in and everything like that. But it does not work. It makes me feel so claustrophobic. And secondly, gloves. I can't do anything. Like I, I struggle to do up my clips or to, you know, get my camera out or put mm. my weights in with gloves on. And I've probably lost about ten pairs of gloves, maybe more. So I've just I've just given up now with the with the gloves. No gloves. Um, No gloves, no hood. Yeah, we're we're Mm -hmm. in that gang. Um (laughs) anyway, but we did something did actually um make me quite sad when we were um doing our videography and photography. I already know what you're gonna say. You know what I'm gonna say. It was
1: that guy lying on the rock, wasn't it? It was made it, my blood boil
0: it was just you know, we we were basically we're diving and we came across these other divers in the water and there was someone with a um actually quite a good rig setup of you know camera Still on yeah frame strobes how massive yeah, camera. everything and um, but the thing i really didn't like was the fact that he was completely laying on the rock trying to get this photograph or something but in the time that he was doing that also killing a lot of Coral L- and life. blennies, probably. Yeah.
1: Like, blennies like the rock.
0: So it was it was kind of a bittersweet thing because I loved the dive and I loved getting, um, you know, photographed with you and of mm. the underwater life. But at the same time, it always is a topic which I think we have to come back to. So on that note, we are talking today about underwater photography um, and videography, if if that's something you're interested in. But I think leading on to the first thing I wanted to, t- to touch on was you know we have to remember that when we you know we're taking photos underwater for the aspect of showcasing the beautiful life that there is be aware of your surroundings yeah and I think it's I was very excited to get into photography from the beginning of when I started diving I wanted photos to show my friends to put online to look back on but the truth of it is is that when you start taking pictures underwater and using a camera it is another thing to think about and um i think until you're confident and you feel confident in the water that your mask could flood and then you can still operate or know where especially something with is. your buoyancy your buoyancy as well is i think um, a massive factor mm. um because i think when you're when you're when you're diving using a camera you're focusing on something so you need to be able to control your buoyancy a lot more so you're not bashing onto the ground bashing into a rock you're for safety reasons as well that you can control um, your buoyancy adequately and and it's not saying you know you're you're never going to be able to take pictures but it is saying get yourself nice and comfortable in the water Mm. before
1: you take you see a, a massive improvement in your photos as well
0: moving on then and um, there was a poll in girls that Skiba. i saw and i found it really interesting because someone was asking what camera should i go for and i have actually tried quite a few of these as well mm. so it's interesting to see other people's opinions on the same thing um but in the poll um they asked about the recommended cameras and people put in their suggestions. Uh, GoPro came in at 10%. So actually, wasn't very popular in the poll. And I, I can't wait to get I to that. I understand why. <laughs> yeah, because I, I bought myself a GoPro and I used it. And here's the thing I think they're great for videos. Exactly. I was just going to say the same thing. Videos. Fantastic. Amazing. Yeah. Can't go wrong or, with it. you know, pelagic life or, or some landscape kind of pictures. La- yeah. Um, but when it comes to photography, I'm not sold because you can't get up close. You can't change yeah. the zoom very well. You
1: can't quality. get a good picture of a nudibranch because you just can't get that focus. It just it's just
0: a blur. Yeah. And, and then I think also like I tried the filters for the you know the lighting on it and trying to yeah be able I have to. the red one. Yeah, it works amazing. And then that's the thing. I love the GoPro and I will take my GoPro if I'm doing kind of mainly video shots and everything like that. But it does frustrate me because I feel like underwater the capabilities may be a little bit limited mm. um but that's because i'm more into like taking the photos as well but yeah i can understand why it came in at 10 percent. however having said that someone in the comments posted um a picture of uh, their gopro footage and and a photo that they took and the photo they took was absolutely incredible of a turtle so yeah you know it, i think it all you know user error maybe or, or whatever but it is Definitely something that I think is still worthwhile if you can't maybe go to the next bracket for the definitely, next one. Definitely,
1: definitely. There's so many things that you can actually take a picture of with a GoPro. It's just not the tiny things. Mm. It's just not the teeny tiny nudie brankses. There's no chance with that. Yeah. Videos and landscape big pictures. Amazing.
0: Mm. Can't go wrong with it. Um the Sea Life Sport Phone was mentioned. Um mm-hmm. and this is basically where you can take your iPhone or your Android into the water in a casing um and therefore you can go around and take photos or videos of underwater life i have never been a massive fan of these but i haven't tried it Mm. so i might try and
1: try it in the in the next few weeks seen someone with it and i've seen the quality of the pictures and things i guess it's gonna depend on what phone you have Mm android users are gonna know maybe not <laughs> maybe not an android but iphone if i had an iphone i'd probably try the case
0: but i i'm just super worried about flooding <laughs> like, yeah i would i mean I have, I have flooded cameras before i mean when you say we have a graveyard of cameras <laughs> I that <know>. flooded.
1: <laughs> when you say um put your phone in a case we're not talking about one of them clear plastic cases with a ziplock we're talking about a proper hard case yeah. with
0: locks and seals so but even so i would be devastated if i came out the water and it wasn't just my camera it was my you know phone that i have all of everything mm. on as well so that i think has kind of been a deterrent for me but at the same time some of the quality of images i've seen come out from some of them can have be been pretty good amazing as well and i think it's very user-friendly yeah because you know how to use your phone's camera and it's very familiar to you yeah and you don't need to buy the camera and the case mm, it's just the and case it's also an affordable option you know it's it something that's quite unaccessible about you know underwater photography is you've not just got to buy the camera you've then got to buy the underwater housing if you want to take it to a certain depth so i think it is a outstanding amount of money and then if you want to get the lighting correct you've then got to go for strobes and you've got to get it's a very expensive hobby oh it is isn't it (laughs) i look at jealousy with all the people
1: that pull up with their massive frames and their strobes and their camera and i'm just like (laughs) wow
0: but it's an investment as well i think yeah i know people that have had their rig set up for years and years and years um and you know they love it and they stick with it but i can see why as i was saying earlier the the phone, h- underwater housing for your phone is uh, possibly a popular option because it keeps costs down and mm. it's user-friendly as well. Um, which leads us to our last one in the poll. Um, there was quite a, nu- a lot mentioned in the poll, but I went for the ones with the most votes. Otherwise, mm. we'll have about 12 to go through. <laughs> um, but the last that was mentioned was the Olympus TG6. That's the one I'm rooting for. Ta-da! That's my baby. Um, and this had massive majority of votes uh, for the tg6 emmy and i are both proud owners of yeah, the tg6
1: it's my absolute bit. I, I cannot think of using another camera it's just the macro on it and the microscope mode on it which you can get like pictures of the teeniest tiniest things and you can see every detail in the picture it's just amazing mm. and then when you get back and you edit it and you're like <laughs> i took that i took that picture that was really good
0: <laughs> but I, I i do also think so the olympus uh it's a tough camera they call it so it, it's meant to withstand quite a you know a lot of different um environments and I, it does ha- give you a very good variation on the settings for yeah. um you know underwater shooting you've got heat, um, you
1: have shallow water deep water the
0: wide the wide the macro the microscope I think that's all of them and uh you've also got the portrait version as well yeah. but it, it it's user friendly i find um if you just have the camera alone then it's it's able to go down to 15 meters yeah. without f- flooding basically now if you have a tg6 you may relate to me if you have flooded one before secondly if you do not have one then this is a Sound bit of advice, I hope. Um, I once was diving in Gibraltar, and I didn't have the housing, so I went diving with the Olympus TG6 alone. Um, and I knew the 15 meters was the absolute depth limit to the camera, so I was like, I'm not going beneath that. It's fine. I didn't go beneath that, by the way. However, when you lock the on the side of the Olympus camera, you have some clips basically that lock in where you put the SD card, Ooh. where you charge up the camera um and with the other ports as well and there's two of those on the camera now before i got into the water i locked one and it was it was all shut basically but you do have orange markers um to show you to alarm you um when it's (laughs) when it's not properly shut anyway i got into the dive and mid well not midway through but um probably about five minutes after i descended actually um the camera wasn't working so i spent the whole dive thinking oh my goodness what have i done to this camera uh i surfaced and it was soaking wet inside it had leaked or not leaked but it completely flooded um, and the breaking. battery was soaking wet oh. everything and i was tr- trying to i don't know what i think i was trying to do but i had the like bl- uh, air, air warm on in the car yeah um trying to dry out the camera <laughs> it was terrifying it was terrible it was awful the st guard was done as well so just make sure then
1: she thought she was clever and would (laughs) thought i won't tell anyone about this i'll just order another one
0: and replace it i replaced it (laughs) um but yeah so always i think the key thing as well with underwater photography something i have learned from personal experience is double triple double triple 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 check them lots check yeah
1: and also get the little baggies that you can put inside your case to stop the condensation yeah
0: um which leads us on though to housings for any camera i think because um with the housing it you you take away that worry as well i think of how deep can i go um, you know is the camera definitely locked mm. obviously on the housing you have to check it's locked but uh, even so I think it's it's that extra bit of precaution and if you're investing into a camera of you know a uh, quite expensive nature then you do want to make sure um, mm. that
1: you actually take care of it yes the amount of people I've seen that just they have their camera clipped onto the BCD and they've taken off their gear and they just chuck it on the floor mm. and I'm looking at the camera and I'm oh. poor camera huh? rinse your camera after every dive because yep. all the buttons are going to get stuck with the salt mm-hmm. and make sure you put the cap back on the lens because the worst thing that can happen is you get an amazing amazing picture and there's one big scratch down oh, the side of the lens
0: no or do you know on on a lot of the housings will have the protector for the um yeah camera at the front and make sure normally it's on a you know you have a string that will tie yeah. it so you can not lose it um, but make sure that doesn't drift into your, your video it's yeah. happened to me I
1: just put mine in my pocket yeah. when, as soon as I get in the water it's in my pocket as soon as I my head's out of the water it's back on my camera mm.
0: it's a good. It's a very good point about the lens as well you don't want to scratch that um, so that's talking about cameras um, I personally I think my favourite type is microscopic with the, the teeny tiny's. yeah, yeah and i like it when you can get a good old back black background i love
1: it when you can get so close that you can see the little ripples in their Mm. antennas yeah that's like a weakness for me (laughs) just love it
0: um but the other thing is we were talking earlier when i mentioned gopro is white balance in photography i think this is one of the first things once i got the grip of was actually life-changing
1: i can't believe it took me so long to learn oh i look back now and and i think what
0: what was i doing wrong why did it it? it's so easy i think as we as we mentioned at the beginning it is that another thing to think about and then another thing on top of that is to white balance so until you get comfortable with where all the buttons are on the camera and then until you get comfortable in the water with the camera until you do this it i think it all comes with time yeah but i did appreciate having you know lessons and a course with it as well
1: yeah i mean leo must have been sick of me I, i asked him about Ten thousand times can you, <laughs> you set the white balance how do, how, do how do you how do you do the white balance again can you show
0: me how to do it again
1: but <laughs> i've got the hang of it now.
0: L- little little tips and tricks with the white balance i don't know what other people do um but i've seen quite a few comments um as well mentioning the same thing that i do which is having like a little white slate on the camera mm-hmm. which is attached to it so when you white balance you can just literally pull the slate in front and take a picture of that um so that you can eat you know basically balance out the color yeah um but another thing that you can do is white fins white fins yeah yeah or you can just pick up a right
1: uh white stone yeah little pebble just take a picture of it bam or if you have nothing white around you take a picture of the sun yeah under the the water wherever the sun's coming from the brightest area get a picture of that and it will set the white balance yeah not as good as the white slate and the white fins but it'll still set it Mm.
0: i wonder if a lot of people have white fins that are photographers i'm going to keep an eye out for that now moving on because we've been talking about white balance and the sun and everything Mm. um lighting
1: lighting is important Mm.
0: especially in shallower waters
1: where the lighting really can hit if you're in deeper water the colors obviously disappear the deeper you go red being first but if you have, uh, you, if I'm deeper and I'm getting picture and I've lost the colour, because mm-hmm. with GoPro you can use the red filter to get the colour back. Mm-hmm. With the Olympus you can't so much. So what I try and do, if I've got a torch on me, I will try and angle the torch to where it's bringing out the light and I'll get a picture that way because I can't afford no strobes yet. <laughs> they are expensive.
0: I think it's what you say, isn't it? Because water does absorb light very quickly. And it's, I think sometimes when you're, Strobes are going to be very helpful, a torch or something, because you, if you, if you relate it to, um, for example, when you have a torch and you shine it over something, and then you can actually see the colour. Yeah. Um, that is effectively what your camera strobes are going to do for your photo. Um, so I think it's imp- improves the clarity of it, improves obviously the colours of it massively. It is a really good investment if you yeah. can make it, because ultimately it makes your photos a lot better. However, having said that, there is you, you then go into another venture of how to learn to use the lighting properly as yeah, well yeah
1: you don't want to be stuck with that backscatter. no because you're going to see that a lot with the lights yes yeah. you have to position the lights properly and know what you're doing which i don't know yet so <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, always, this is the thing though right we are still learning yeah and i think you you never stop to learn as well and you can do specific things to kind of help your learning go forward for example um the organized dive organizations all offer um kind of specialty courses with um you know for underwater photography or underwater videography or whatever um but equally there is dive trips that you can go on that literally focus on focus on photography yeah Yeah. which sounds really good it does and i think it also puts you in a position where sometimes if you go on a, a dive group something i find quite annoying if i'm traveling is i will book to go on a dive trip but maybe 50 percent of them are not bothered about underwater photography and i feel like i'm holding up the group because as you yeah. know when you're doing photography you, you want to take a minute yeah and sometimes it takes me about five minutes to get the <laughs> <a> good shot <laughs> <Ten minutes. laughs> but no in, in all seriousness and you feel like you're holding up the group so when you go on a dive trip that's specialized for photography it does take that pressure off yeah. and it's like everyone is. and here. you can learn so much from the people around you oh, everyone's yeah. different setups everyone's different
1: tips and tricks and i
0: always i think i've Learned so much more by speaking to people that are, you know, underwater photographers, and some of them also do like lessons and classes. Mm. Um, and you can even like I message people all the time on Instagram, and I'm like, hey, so which camera are you using? What camera are you using? using? Yeah, like what, what light lights? are you using? <laughs> you using a frame? What frame? Tell me. <laughs> yeah, and I think. Y- Nine times out of ten people are so helpful, and it shows as well because in the community mm. um loads of the comments have suggested great strength. I want to
1: ask a question to the audience okay, you ask. I got given a fisheye lens mm-hmm. for Christmas by mm-hmm. my wonderful boyfriend, and it floods. I don't know where I'm going wrong, I don't know if it's meant to flood. I don't think it's meant to flood because when I take the picture, there's little bubbles like I can see in the picture okay. the bubbles um some people have said yeah it's meant to flood but i don't think it's meant to flood because the water stays in there for a few days it doesn't look very good and then other people are telling me it's meant to have an o-ring on it but it didn't come with an o-ring so Mm. i'm confused so if you know please tell me because i need some help with it it's just sitting there getting dusty and i want to use it
0: (laughs) it's no it's valid and i think this is the thing is i'm so worried about damaging expensive equipment when it first flooded end of the dive everyone out out now (laughs) got to dry it in the sun right now (laughs) and then that's probably my only other tip actually i would say is make sure you don't leave your camera in the sun with the housing because otherwise it will just yeah bog up completely and you won't be able to see anything yeah and take spare batteries oh yeah. That Spare that batteries. I guess that is like the little
1: downside of the Olympus is that if you're using if you want it for, for videos, video. it does tend tend to drain the battery a lot quicker. Mm. But um apart from that it's ten out of ten.
0: And I would also say check that there's an SD card in it, because that's also <laughs> happened to me before. Yeah, so <laughs> checks are really important. Not only dive checks, like buddy checks, checks when it comes to cameras. you you know, when if you are already doing you know what checks you do but if you're getting into the the field of underwater photography then you will do be doing your body check and also your Your camera camera check check. (laughs) it's very important (laughs) um but it is you, you know the great thing about diving is there's a lot of different opportunities out there and um you don't just stop when you learn to dive you don't just stop when you become a better diver there's always things you can venture into and learn about and you might not necessarily be in the place of interest now but it might be in the future um or it might be something you aspire to do in the future um and i my advice to anyone that's starting out with underwater photography or maybe struggling with it at the moment is just keep going I am not a pro in it by any means shape I look at my pictures from last year I cringe (laughs) yeah but it's it's practice and uh, looking back on my photographs and where I've come to now they're still not as good as everyone else's but I've come a long way in in where I was a year ago and it is just practice
1: practice and taking advice asking speak up and ask because I guarantee, as soon as you ask someone, "What camera do you use?", they'll just throw all the information at you because it's something that they love doing. They're just like, "Let me show it's you this. Passion, Let me show you that." Yeah. yeah.
0: And 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 ultimately, as we said at the beginning, just make sure, whenever we are taking pictures underwater, or if you are um just make sure that you do respect the environment around you as well and uh, just remember that it's it's not a race it's a or else there
1: is not going to be nothing to take a picture of
0: exactly exactamundo um but anyway to wrap up we spoke about underwater photography today um good job we're wrapping up because i'm losing (laughs) the ability to speak apparently um but no been talking about underwater photography today and we kind of talked about a few different cameras that there are available Mm. there obviously are loads more so i think definitely do your research make sure you openly speak about it on the girls uh, that scuba community because it's a great resource that, that is there to help you and ultimately enjoy it because yeah, it's, have it's fun it's, it's fun to take pictures get all your and pictures and frames put them all over the
1: house yeah <laughs>
0: um, but anyway we are going to leave it there for today because we have run out of time but we are really excited to be back with you with another episode soon and we hope that you do leave a review um, on Spotify or Apple Music or yes. whatever you're listening on um, and let us know what you want to hear in the podcast maybe you have something in specific you want us to talk about do drop us an email or a message on one of our social media platforms as well.